Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the Thursday, August 10th reading of the Pikes Peak Courier. My name is Sophia. Today, we will be reading the following main articles. Lake George Fire Online Auction Underway. Spaghetti Dinner Coming. Written by Marianne Magan. Victor Throws a Party for Rita the Rock Planter. Written by Pat Hill. Sadie Aldridge of Lake George, recipient of Make-A-Wish Trip. Written by Marianne Magan. WPSD has hired general education teachers needed for upcoming school year. Written by Doug Fitzgerald. And following up with miscellaneous articles. The first article is entitled, Lake George Fire Online Auction Underway. Spaghetti Dinner Coming. Written by Marianne Magan. Lake George Fire Protection District's LGFPD online auction is now live and bidding will end August 21 at 8 p.m. Go to http colon slash slash www.32auctions.com slash g sorry lgf2023 that's 32 a-U-C-T-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M slash L-G-F 2023. There are many items available for bid. Household items, gift certificates, handmade quilt, handmade wooden benches, and much more. Each year, Lake George Fire uses the monies raised from the fundraiser for specific needs. This year, they are raising money for water ice rescue equipment and AUTV for backcountry rescue and wildland fires. LGFPD relies on our annual fundraiser to purchase items that are not within our limited budget to better serve our community and surrounding areas. All monies raised from the fundraiser will be used for this purchase. Chief Susan Bernstetter said. LGFPD has been a special district for 45 years as a volunteer fire and EMS response organization. LGFPD has a paid chief, administrative assistant, and averages 20 volunteers on their roster. LGFPD has four stations housing 13 engines, squads, rescue and utility vehicles, and an additional squad and command vehicle that are at residences to cover the 250-square-mile district. Due to the size of the district, each location needs equipment to handle any type of call. State and federal lands comprise 80%, sorry, 87% of the district which does not receive any funding. The district relies on tax revenues from the remaining 13%.
donations, and grants. While most of the Lake George Fire Protection District is federal land, LGFPD units respond to all calls in the district, regardless of location. The U.S. Forest Service does not provide medical or rescue services on their lands. LGFPD generally has no cost recovery for those services, as it is a non-transport agency. LGFPD relies on Ute Pass Regional Health Services Ambulance and Flight for Life Aeromedical for transport and advanced life support patient care. At times, ambulances are 45 minutes out. The online auction coincides with their annual spaghetti dinner, August 19, at Station 1 of Lake George Fire Protection District, located at 8951 Park County Road 90, on the corner of U.S. Highway 24. The volunteers of LGFPD will be dishing up their spaghetti dinner, complete with meatballs, salad, beverages, rolls, and dessert. It is all by donations. Just come, have a great dinner, and donate what you can. They start serving at 4.30 p.m. There will be live music provided by David Manship. Come view the equipment, meet the volunteers, and partner agencies. Flight for Life Helicopter, UC Health Lifeline Helicopter, Ute Pass Regional Health Service District Ambulance, Park County Sheriff, and American Red Cross. The online auction closes August 21 at 8 p.m. Winning bidders can pick up and pay for items at Station 1 Lake George. They accept cash, check, or credit. For items needing to be shipped, call 719-748-3022 for payment options and discuss shipping arrangements. The next article is entitled, Victor Throws a Party for Rita the Rock Planter, written by Pat Hill. The city of Victor was a happy place last week as hundreds celebrated the completion of the troll Rita the Rock Planter. A sculpture of recycled wood created by Thomas Dambo of Denmark on the Little Grouse Mountain Trail, Rita is a source of joy for the residents. Before the unveiling, August 4, on the trail, the city hosted a party downtown at Pinnacle Plaza. With live music and artist booths along 3rd Street, the place was packed with celebrants. I love that he did this, that we are all getting together and having something in common, said Hoss Henderson, who lives in Cripple Creek. Amy Luders and Anastasia Ricketts came from Aurora and Castle Rock, respectively, to volunteer with Dambo's project. They each put a board on the piece, balled rocks, and got rid of debris on the trails. It's cool to be part of this, Luder said. The two were among dozens of volunteers, locals as well as out-of-towners. P. 
People traveled to Victor from all over the country to be part of this project, said Autumn Wallace, who is on the marketing committee of the nonprofit Gold Camp District Impact Group. Kim Lottig, the organization's chief executive officer, spearheaded the project, founded the Impact Group, and invited Dambo to build a second troll in Colorado. The first is in Breckenridge. Dambo and his troll gave an economic infusion to the city. As the volunteers, some from Oregon, Missouri, and New Mexico, stayed in various places, the Victor, Monarch, and Dirty Sally Hotels, for instance, Wallace said. Nick and Nora Norwood of Austin, Texas, chose Victor for their vacation. We wanted to get away from the heat, she said. The prices everywhere are outrageous. So we came here. Deanne Thayer and her husband, Dave Gossel of Cripple Creek, got in the mood with sandwiches from a food truck parked in the plaza. I think it's going to be awesome, Thayer said. The couple with their daughter and grandson, Sarah and Enzio Joplin, planned to join the crowd at the trailhead and take the short hike to see Rita. We're going to try, Thayer said. Todd Sawmiller took a global view on the celebration. You can watch the news and be hating life, he said. Here people are greeting each other. Kids are playing, and everybody is happy. Victor is a wonderful place, Dambo said. In his travels across the country from east to west, Dambo titles his project Way of the Bird King that includes the trolls and 60 birdhouses. Dambo, too, caught the mood of the enthusiastic crowd. People don't understand how friendly Americans are, he said. The celebration continued through the weekend. The next article is entitled Sadie Aldridge of Lake George, recipient of Make-A-Wish Trip, written by Marianne Magan. Make-A-Wish Foundation granted a wish to a special young lady from Lake George. Sadie Aldridge and her parents, Roger and Christine, will be leaving July 31 to Williamstown, Kentucky, to visit the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum. Imagine being 16 in the middle of your sophomore year in high school and looking toward your future when you suddenly find your whole world turned upside down. Sadie was diagnosed in October 2021 with a rare childhood cancer. She had to undergo a full year of chemotherapy in Colorado Springs. The care was exceptional, and we were grateful it was kept in the springs rather than having to drive to Denver, said her mother. Along with the chemotherapy, she had six weeks of radiation therapy. During this time, she lost use of her limbs. She couldn't even hold a spoon. They had to put her on a feeding tube for three months. She was then confined to a wheelchair for a year and had to have help with everything. Sadie has progressed very nicely, 
going from the wheelchair to a walker to a cane. She has regained weight and is starting to function more normally. She has been attending physical therapy in Woodland Park. The scans have now continued to show no more signs of cancer. The hospital contacted the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and they have granted her wish to visit the Ark Encounter. During the trip, they will be traveling through several states, and since Sadie has a real interest in ancestry, she will be tracing the footprints of her ancestors as they moved west across Kentucky and Missouri. The Make-A-Wish Foundation's local coordinators, Ray Wade and Angie Peterson, threw a surprise send-off for Sadie and her parents with several friends at AJ's Pizza, July 27, in Woodland Park. When I first found out I had cancer, I felt a lot of panic, Sadie said. After I saw other kids going through having cancer, I started thinking that I need to get through this so I can help the other kids and their families, especially the ones who were at the beginning of their treatment. Now that it is over, it feels a lot better. I am nervous and excited about going to the Make-A-Wish trip. We will be in seven states. There is so much to do. The next article is entitled, Woodland Park School District has hired general education teachers needed for upcoming school year. Written by Doug Fitzgerald. The Woodland Park School District announced that it has hired all the necessary teachers for general education classes from kindergarten to 12th grade for the 2023 through 24 school year. These schools are ready to welcome and support our students academically, the district said in a news release. The district has not yet filled its open positions in its special education programs. A nationwide shortage of special education teachers and support staff has made filling those positions challenging, the district said. To address the shortage of special education professionals, we are putting extra effort into recruiting and retaining top talent, the district said. We are also collaborating with the boards of cooperative educational services to offer bonuses as incentives for these roles and will contact additional support as needed. I'm sorry, contract additional support as needed. The release said the district is ready for students to start showing up. As the new school year approaches, the Woodland Park School District Board of Education and the district are committed to achieving academic excellence and providing total opportunity for all students in our district. We will work with parents and guardians to ensure that every student in our district receives the best education possible. Attending the school their families believe is the right fit for them. Safety also continues to be a top priority as we work with local and county law enforcement to ensure our students learn in a safe educational setting. Woodland Park School District stands united in our mission to provide all students with the opportunities they need to reach their full potential. We are committed 
to creating a safe educational landscape laser-focused on our students' academic success. The next article is entitled, Woodland Park Welcomes Newest Police Officer, While City Manager Receives Emotional Send-Off, written by Gerilyn Terzo. The Woodland Park Police Department has added another officer to the ranks. Chief Chris Dessler, at the August 3 City Council meeting, welcomed Officer Brennan Sullivan as the newest member of the police force, noting that he's been a quick study and presenting him with a plaque. Upon swearing in Sullivan, Dessler vowed to family members present at the meeting that the department would provide him with the best equipment, training, and support system possible. He noted that the police department has made significant strides on the equipment front and is far ahead of where they were a year ago. Dessler was also among those who recognized outgoing city manager Michael Lawson at his final meeting in an official capacity. The police chief who was selected to lead law enforcement in Woodland Park in early 2022 thanked Lawson for trusting a guy from Central Florida to take on one of the biggest tasks he faced early in his tenure as city manager. He pointed to Lawson's process, saying that he wouldn't just throw anybody into the mix and instead was determined to find the right fit for the city. Dessler hopes that, in some small way, he's reaffirmed that Lawson's process was pretty spot-on. The chief then proceeded to present Lawson with a plaque, as did incoming interim city manager Aaron Vasiliti. Woodland Park Assistant City Manager and City Clerk Suzanne LeClerc delivered an emotional tribute to Lawson, thanking him for his leadership and the relationships that they have been able to forge with each city council member. She presented him with a bag of swag from the city. Mayor Pro Tem Kelly Case also spoke, noting that she's worked with roughly half a dozen city managers and that Lawson, a city boy, has exceeded them tenfold. She lauded his leadership style as one of compassion, empathy, and kindness, as well as his ability to put others first, a rare feature in any government. Council member Carol Harvey said that Lawson epitomizes what a good public servant is, while council member Robert Zaluga called him a quiet and tough leader, saying that he didn't shy away from difficult decisions. You've set the bar very high for our city, and I'm excited about who is going to step into your shoes, Zaluga said. A changing of the guard took place as Lawson handed the reins over to Vasiliti, who took the city manager's seat for the balance of the meeting. The next article is entitled, Vietnam Memorial Wall and Veterans Rally Coming to Woodland Park, written by Doug Fitzgerald. The wall is coming to Woodland Park, along with a throng of American heroes. The American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Memorial Wall 
is scheduled to arrive in the city on August 16 and will be on display at the Woodland Park Middle School football field through August 20. The 80% scale replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C., will make the journey up Ute Pass, accompanied by the Patriot Guard of Colorado Springs. The wall lists the names and casualty dates of the more than 58,000 Americans who died in Vietnam until the war officially ended in 1975. The wall will be accompanied by the Cost of Freedom display, which includes tributes to veterans of Afghanistan, Iraq, World War I, World War II, Korea, the Cold War, Beirut, Panama, Desert Storm, and many more, including 9-11 Victims Memorial. The arrival of these powerful memorials is in conjunction with two major veterans' events, the 31st Annual Salute to American Veterans Rally and Festival, and the 36th Annual POWMIA Recognition Ride. Woodland Park will come alive with the sounds of thunder as thousands of patriots and United States veterans come together in an awesome display of patriotism and camaraderie, event organizers said in a press release. The Saturday POWMIA Remembrance Ceremony at Memorial Park is the centerpiece of the event. This year's honoree is Major Ken Sanguinetti, who was a Marine pilot during the Korean War. Additionally, two bronze plaques will be dedicated to veterans of Afghanistan. The Salute to American Veterans Rally is the longest-standing gathering of veterans and patriots west of the Mississippi, says the rally's website. The 36th annual POWMIA Recognition Ride will stage at Woodland Park High School Saturday morning. The police-escorted procession rolling up to Cripple Creek via Highways 24 and 67. The annual ride which organizers say attracts more than 1,500 motorcyclists, is billed as Colorado's largest procession of motorcycles. Riders are then encouraged to return to Woodland Park for the ceremony, organizers said. Veterans Rally attendees can expect many of the usual transitions, including the vendor show, live music, beer garden, and guest speakers. The 2023 Veterans Rally Free Concert features the U.S. Army Mile High Rock Band, Sound Advice, and Tron, the band, at the Coors Light Veterans Beer Garden in Memorial Park. The next article is entitled Pets of the Week, August 2, 2023, from the Teller County Regional Animal Shelter at 719-686-7707 or online at tcrascolorado.org. Call for an appointment before coming to TCRAS. Visitors who are not fully vaccinated are asked to wear a mask at the shelter. Who could look at that face and not want to take her home? Zany is a sweet gal who is looking for a home here in Colorado. 
She's just a puppy and will need someone to teach her what it means to be a good dog. She plays well with dogs when she feels safe. Topaz is easygoing and loves to sit in the windows and look out at her surroundings. She enjoys attention from people, but is also okay with being a little bit more independent. She has traveled a long way to find a house with a view of the mountains. Thank you for joining us for the Pikes Peak Courier. My name is Sophia. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.